0: Welcome to the Painless Podcast. This is Chris Hartwig from Painless Networking here. Check out www.painless.network for more on taking the pain out of networking. Hope to see you at our next event on September 20th. The idea behind the Painless Podcast is pretty darn simple. Connect with good human beings that are in and around the sports and event marketing industry. Not just sound bites from them, but smart, interesting, generous folks sharing how and why they've reached the success they've had and often how and why networking and mentoring have shaped their careers. More about today's guests from the upcoming Chicago Marathon in just a sec, but first, big thanks to our sponsor, Making Today's Pod Possible. It's NCSA, Next College Scholarship Athlete. They're Chicago-based and the world's largest and most successful collegiate athletic recruiting network. The team of over 600 former college coaches and athletes have helped tens of thousands of college-bound student-athletes Connect with college coaches every year. They're a tech company with a sports mindset, and NCSA has been recognized for culture initiatives, benefits, and a great workplace environment, winning multiple awards, including Fortune's 50 Best Companies to Work For and Chicago Magazine's Best and Brightest Companies to Work For. If you're interested in joining the NCSA team, helping student athletes connect with college coaches and opportunities, visit their career page at www.ncsasports.org. You can find the full link in the pod description. Oh, and check out Painless Pod number 15 with Lisa Strassman, NCSA's president. Get her first-hand take on their work and their culture. All right, today's guests, Carrie Pankowski Tim Hadzima. Kerry is the executive r- race director of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. Tim is the general manager of the Abbott World Marathon Majors, a collaboration in the world's top six marathons. I've known Kerry and his very talented operations sidekick Mike Nishi since about 1994, and though they don't claim it, they deserve the lion's share of the credit for saving the Chicago Marathon in dire times in the 90s and then growing it into a 45,000-runner, million-plus spectator showcase to the world that raises or brings in about a quarter of a billion dollars into Chicago's economy. Get any and all info you could need on the marathon coming Sunday, October 8th to downtown Chicago at www.chicagomarathon.com and how the Abbott World Marathon majors are involved at www.worldmarathonmajors.com. One quick note before we start, I mentioned our event Wednesday, September 20th. You Chicagoland listeners need to get your tickets now. The event will be next Wednesday, September 20th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Brickhouse Tavern, a really cool spot at Wrigley Field. Painless has partnered with Why Chicago for some painless networking and a panel on sports and tech innovations with folks from Stats, PCG Sports Desk, Block 6 Analytics, and Powerful. It's going to be a great conversation, plus a great way to meet other great people in the industry. See the pod description for the Event Sprout link to get your tickets today. Get to Event Sprout and search Painless to get right to the event. And save $5 now by buying in advance. Save. Hurry. Come on. All right. Let's get going. Recorded September 1st. Let's get connected with Kerry Pinkowski and Tim Hadzina From Bank of America's Chicago headquarters, let's welcome to the Painless Podcast, executive race director of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, Kerry Pinkowski, and general manager of the Abbott World Marathon Majors, Tim Hadzima. Welcome, gentlemen. Good morning, Thank Chris. You. We don't normally get a tag team, so this is exciting for me today. This has only happened uh, one or two other times, so I'll have to call out names. or You have to raise your hands, maybe, like <laughs> good students. Tim, why don't we start with you of uh, a little bit of your background, your you know your title now, what you're doing, what is, and what is Abbott World Marathon Majors?
1: Sure. Um, so the Abbott World Marathon Majors is a, a group, a family of races that are the most renowned in the world. So you have the the Bank of America Chicago Marathon obviously as a part of that. You have the Virgin Money London Marathon. You have the Boston Marathon. You have the TCS New York City Marathon. You have the Tokyo Marathon, and you have the BMW Berlin Marathon. And really, uh, the group has been together and the family has been together for uh, almost twelve years now. And and really, what we try to do is, is a couple different things: share best practices, um, really try to elevate the sport of running is the is the number one goal. Um, and when you bring such uh, smart people together in, in terms of the road racing and production of these events. Um, you just get some really, really smart ideas, great people, and we, we really try to, to elevate that sport overall um, because we take our, our place within the sport very seriously. So my role as the general manager is really to manage the business and marketing of the family of races and really try to push our goals forward in that sense. Is there something... Com-
0: I was trying to think of this before. Is there something comparative else out there of you know something else like this in... In sport, you know, normally it's, you've got at the same time of year, you've got Chicago, Berlin, New York, theoretically, they could be very much competitors. So to be able to collaborate on a lot of this stuff for the greater good is interesting. Is there another example for people that, that yeah, I mean,
1: we talk about ourselves as the grand slam of participatory sport. Um, from a practical perspective. And then from a management perspective, it's a a conglomeration of of a combination of things like conference in college sports. It's a a board of directors. It's a, you know, it's a bunch of those things combined. Um, But the good thing for us is that again, with the six races and the, the role that we all play within the sport. Um, and we all work incredibly well together. Um, there is some competitiveness, but really at the end of the day, it's to make the sport better. Right. And between the six races,
0: um, how many participants is that?
1: It's right over 250,000 wow. per, uh, per, a- per year. Yeah.
0: Annually. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then there's a, is there a professional as well as, you know, an every, I've always called it the everyday runner, but, um, you're not re- well you're running every day if you're competing at more of an amateur or, or local level but is there are there two levels of kind of competition now is that how that's working so there's both a pro and a real real runner kind yeah. of Yeah,
1: so I mean the easiest way to break down what the Abbott World Marathon Majors is, is we use the four S's so you have the sport so as I mentioned before, we take our role within the sport very, very seriously because of the influence that we can have um, and then you have our series, so you have the championship series, which is our wheelchair professional athletes and our professional runners um, that we have on a uh, series by series basis, we go from city to city, so this, uh, the series that we're in right now is from London to London, London to 2017 to London 2018. And then you have our six star finishers, which is the pinnacle of what we do from an amateur perspective. We have folks that have finished all six of our events right now. There's right over 2,200 folks that have done that since the inception of, uh, of the series in 2007. Um, and, and really the point for us is we want everyone to, that crosses one of our finish lines to be treated like a champion, whether they're the first or last. So, Our brand and what we talk about is where champions run because at the end of the day, that's really what it is. So the last S is the stage because there is no bigger stage in the sport, and we take that very, very seriously.
0: Also, having worked
1: in the sport myself, we jumped a couple levels
0: ahead too, probably on people. I still run into people, even how long is a marathon? (laughs) And uh, I shouldn't laugh because people are asking that question, but the marathon is 26.2 miles, and most of the the training programs are for people of the amateurs are 16, 20 weeks or so. There's a lot of preparation you're running. Well, you're running this year in Chicago, right?
1: Yeah, I am. Crazy. Yep, yep. Crazy. It's crazy.
0: Uh, but the the idea that people are taking four or five months to do this for somebody to be completing all six of these can take a long time. Now there's some of the people we've always run into that run like a marathon a week. That's <laughs> crazy, but they do it. But that's that's pretty amazing. What is it? Twenty two hundred? You said? Yeah, two hundred and
1: four is the current number. <laughs> and with each race that goes by, uh, we usually have about uh, one hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty folks that are added to that Let's list keep after each race. That yep. much now. Yep.
0: wow, that's very cool. All right, and there's some other developments that I think we'll come. Well, I'm going to come back to when we're doing some forward-looking mm-hmm. kind of things, but. Uh, I wanted to get a little bit more from Mr. Pinkowski first, Kerry. What the heck is your uh, r- What the heck is your role? What do you work <laughs> on? <laughs> well,
2: I have the honor and uh, privilege of being the uh, executive director of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. So, uh, my responsibility uh, is looking after the. Uh, the direction of the marathon, and obviously, as as Tim just uh, was talking about, we're part of the Abbott World Marathon Majors, so that takes on a, a little bit more of a global role as we participate in, in, with this group. But uh, yeah, I'm still uh, I'm still uh, here in Chicago, and and uh, looking forward to a great what, event this year. Yeah, what.
0: What year is this for you that you've been working on the marathon? That's a good
2: question. I started in 1990 as as the race director, so I have to do the math a little bit. But it's about it was that 27 years and uh, coming up on Something 28 like events. That, yeah. yeah, that's that's uh, that's quite a quite a run there.
0: Okay, and before we get any, I want to talk a little bit about that. How the heck you got involved with the race? But the key info for this year for people, I think we should touch on that is this is the 40th running of it the is. Chicago Marathon, right? So it's a big deal this year. I think we'll talk also a forward-looking, we'll talk uh, later on, we'll come back with some of the special stuff that's going on. But it's the 40th anniversary, and it's coming up uh, on the uh, October, is it six, Su- Sunday, October 8th. six, seven, eighth 8th weekend is yes. the big weekend, right? Okay, sure. Cool. Cool. All right. Now, now, let's wind the clock back a little bit. Uh, people like to hear where the heck you came from. So we'll start with you with the floor right now, Carrie, sure. uh, the, the humble beginnings in, <laughs> in Hammond, Indiana, but you come from a running background, right? I, I, mean, it I was... do.
2: I, I actually do. So, I mean, obviously I grew up, it's I grew up in Hammond, which is, you know, the Southeast side of Chicago, basically just, uh, just, uh, past the skyway there is Hammond. So we were very much influenced by Chicago, but I was fortunate to, um, to find my way to, uh, to running at Hammond High School, I had a very uh, a very dedicated coach and some great teammates, so I had some success and um, was able to. Um, I was recruited by s- several universities. I ended up um, uh, landing at Villanova University, which was uh, which is a great decision for me and um, and competing in cross country and track while I was there, and really that's where um, where I was exposed to the marathon. A, a lot of my teammates. Um, uh, Villanovas in Philadelphia were from New York from Brooklyn and Queens Long Island uh, Jersey area so and classmates so we, we you know one of the things we did was uh, we take the train from Philadelphia the morning of the New York City Marathon mm-hmm. go up check out the marathon you know we were kind of kind of came from a Competitive, um, you know, perspective there. That was our our look. But um, so I got to see the New York City Marathon and uh, kind of got fascinated by it at, when when I was in college. And then I was fortunate enough to meet uh, and spend a great deal of time with Fred Lebeau, who was the founder of the New York City Marathon. So that kind of that kind of Piqued my interest and you know uh, raised my awareness
0: of, sure. of the sport. Were you, uh, you know, were you a? Uh, did your mom plug you into cross country or something because she needed you to go run off some energy, or were you <laughs> personally drawn to it, or were you one of those guys that was like dragged in, kicking and screaming by this coach because he saw you were a lanky kid who might have some potential? I don't remember how that that started for you.
2: Uh, uh, well, kind of, I, I guess a little, a little bit of all that. I, I, I grew up. Tradition with traditional sports, baseball and basketball and football, and um, uh, my English teacher in high school was the cross country coach. So I, I had a kind of a, um, a skeptical uh, opinion of, of <laughs> distance running and, and, and cross country running. But so he invited me out to kind of train with the guys a little bit. I thought it would be a good exercise for for me for for um, you know baseball or whatever I was going to do. And I started running with him and I kind of got. Hmm. connected to and we started running a little bit more and stuff and then he said hey we're going to have a uh, two mile time trial so why don't you jump in there just to see what you can do and I was you know a little bit of success there so I kind of found myself by accident Hmm. it wasn't I I was kind of like um I was kind of forced into it because I you know it was I, I didn't really know that much about it but and then uh I just kind of found myself you know I decided to run cross country and run track and and um I was fortunate sometimes things just align you know I have a great coach and then we had some great athletes that are around me and we had some we had some great successes so it it really it really
0: affected well, it kind of fell right it fell together that cuz you are I don't I haven't bugged you about this in a while are you is your relay team still hold a yeah. state record there from but We
2: still have yeah it's hard to believe cuz uh, you that know if you do the math ago. how long I've been doing this but <laughs> yeah that we you know with some of the stuff that we did in Hammond is is still out there so um yeah, it's 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 amazing. Um, but uh, you know, f- for me, it was uh, it, it, I, I really lived a charmed life, be- or live a charmed life, because uh, I don't know how often that you get to do something which is your livelihood and and you support yourself. But it's an activity you did as a young boy, like as I was a, a young guy running around. The park in East Hammond, and then you know gravitated towards uh, the marathon, and, and then end up being able to, to to the the business side of it and and support myself and well, create a business around it.
0: Yeah, so let's bridge that to that transition a little bit more. Was so after you were uh, you're done with your eligibility at Villanova, you continued to run and pursued sure. that. Right, I mean you were in some Olympic trial sure. level. Uh, you know, you, you you're a modest guy, but I mean, you, had, <laughs> you had a you had a pretty good talent, right? And yeah, so, yeah, I was, it's some success. You, yeah. What was your event at that well, time, like I, in college? Yeah. Well, when you know, and I, when I did was, you shift to I, the longer distances? I was a I was a kind of I was a you know
2: a middle distance runner, as a, and then recruited as an 800 meter runner and a 1500 meter runner and cross country runner, and and then kind of uh, started uh, running in some of the road races. But when I when I uh, finished school. Uh, I ended up going out to Oregon, Eugene, for a couple of years. I was a Nike guy for a couple of years, so training some of the guys that uh, were out there were marathon runners at the time of Kevin McCarry, who was actually a teammate of mine at Villanova, and Tony Sandoval and Jeff Wells, the guys in the in the early '80s. So I, st- I would jump in training runs with them. So we'd go ten miles, twelve mm-hmm. miles, and and then um, I came back here and decided to jump in the in the Chicago Marathon and. Um, just as kind of a training run, and you know, it, it was it was a long way. <laughs> yeah, but but but, but what that was also your, kind okay, of piqued but what my year, interest. And in. what year was that? It was 1983. 83. All right, and what was your time? Uh, two hours and four tw- two hours twenty minutes and forty one yeah, seconds. Yeah. Yeah. as a
0: training run, right, Tim? I mean, run. we're looking at each other, just shaking yeah. our heads. Like this run. guy, he had it. He had it in him. It's like <laughs> but that's yeah.
2: To- that was that. That was kind of my lap, and I had some injury issues and stuff like that. And I had you know, well, I had an intrinsic connection to the sport, and I think that's where I kind of when I had a chance to cross over yeah. and work on the production side of it, I kind of channeled all of that energy there. But, you know, it was it was living in Philadelphia and then obviously being exposed to the New York City Marathon, then a couple of teammates of mine that ran in the Boston Marathon, so we would go up to Boston and watch those guys run. So very
0: early on... I kind of those were the influences. And how did you make that transition? Then that you talked about to kind of stay in what you're doing. Like, did you just well? Okay, I, I'm banged up. I can't run and say, you know, hey, can I help somewhere and run at an aid station okay. or whatever? Like, I, I I actually never asked this to you of the of the timing or and or how you ended up. Flipping sides to be on the production side
2: Yeah, I mean really I, I had known, uh, had had crossed paths With the guys that were producing the marathon Some of the uh, event guys And uh, had met some of the people That were producing it Um I had done some work for in, in the sports industry on some other events and worked on some events, and and we just kind of intersected. And I had some ideas about, you know, um, what could be done. I got hired as a consultant, and some of those pieces worked, and they had me do a little bit more. And then they offered me uh, offered me the job as a director. I, th- I always say I don't think anybody else wanted it. That's why I got it. But uh, at the time, but. Um, and if you got to remember, this is in the late '80s, early '90s in Chicago, so it was. This was much more of a spectator uh, crowd than a than a participant crowd. So yeah. And then you know, I just kind of, I just saw the potential. I just really saw this is such a great sporting town. This is such a. It's got such an energy here. Um, I just thought all the pieces were there. Um, and if you think about the neighborhoods and the diverse the diverse experience that we have here, just the culture that's here just had to kind of put it together and I knew that would just take time and,
0: and you know I just kind of kept grinding away at it well, yeah and you had to grind away at it because for a long time you talk about in the early 90s it was, it was a grind on pretty much every angle for you because it was hard to find the sponsors. The participation levels were what, maybe six, seven, eight thousand runners around that time, right? It was starting to. It was I, accelerating. I wish. Well, <laughs> I wish it was that. The, it's it's the the number released to the media was right. Yeah, but we, that's because well, we, I think
2: we counted. the we skinny, police officers. We had that skinny were, Sheen yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. doing the right. counting. That's right. why it
0: was a, a take the number and triple it. But but I mean, it, it was leaner times. Yeah. I mean, did people look at you as? You know, I first met you in like 94 uh, when I was at LaSalle and the bank got involved and that was probably a key turning point there of the bank's uh, literally dollars to get involved but their interest in being involved in the Chicago community as a whole it was kind of helping your vision actually come to life but I'd have to imagine a lot of people are like friends of yours even might have been like Gary you're crazy why are you doing this isn't going to work you're you're beating your head against the wall or something well I
2: think like any any you know, you got to be a dreamer a little bit. It's like any other business. People have an idea that they, or concept, and they pour their heart and soul into it. And 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 believe me, I did. I didn't do it alone. There was a lot of people right. around. A lot of people. I mean, I mean, there was a there was a real appetite for uh, Chicago to have a great event. I mean, you, there was great success in Boston and tradition and New York, and uh, we just kind of kept putting the pieces together, and we really. The goal was to start ground up and engage the community and put on, you know, to put uh, to put a good event together, a good race day experience,
0: um, and deliver that piece of it. And we just kept building each year on that. But that's, I mean, and that's honestly, I think probably from my perspective, is a huge key actually to the success of. You weren't trying to go from a few thousand runners and not and one year without really even a title sponsor to 45,000 runners overnight you saw that I think you saw that potential but knew it wasn't going to happen overnight and you lined up people on the Supporting you from the city and all the different departments, which we talk about, and the guys like Mike Nishi. When did you you guys? Well, first Mike and I've
2: together, been together, right? yeah, pretty much the whole time. Right. Yeah, we, we started out in you know ninety one. So right.
0: yeah, that guy. That guy's nuts. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, but he's <laughs> yeah. built for this. He's, honestly, right? He's, and it's
2: putting people like that. And he's you in, know, you guys
0: all coming he's together.
2: One of the best logistics operation guys in the in the uh, you know Mike is is uh, uh, relied on by other events to consult and you know solve problems. And he's done a, a you know. Tim was talking about the World Marathon Majors. He's he's collaborated with those other events and and really um, improved the you know the, uh, experience safety not only for our events but we share those 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 best practices with other events. So he's been a big industry influencer. Well, and so- the
0: changes that, that I mean, just from in the last few years of that horrible tragedy in Boston and the things that you already ran a tight ship here and a lot of the marathons did, and the whole. I mean, not just another level, but l- levels, many, many levels higher, and the sophistication of what's out there, I mean, it's, I, I know, I, I, unfortunately, I know Mike listens to these because he was just talking about it before we started, so he's going to hear this, and I hate complimenting him, but I mean, I, I don't think there's a better guy out there, and it's not just in, you know, road of racing events, it's period in terms of sure. operations, so you know uh, you're a modest guy but that's also true is that you've surrounded yourself with some people and you, when you go to the different races or you know even the volunteer parties or whatever it's it's stunning to me if i see the same a whole bunch of the same faces a little older a little grayer <laughs> right like yeah. all of us but it's a lot of the same people are still there and still coming out and running aid stations or running things at the finish line or running elite athlete uh, support do you, how you know is what is it? Do you, is there something that you would attribute that to that people well, you know like well, to stay connected? You know, I, I think the key, I think one of the key successes
2: of the Chicago Marathon, Bank of America Chicago Marathon, is that the event has grown along with the city. So we have, we have uh, uh, police officers and people that are in, in the leadership roles in the city agencies that have been working on this for 25 years. Yeah. So they've grown with it. I mean, they've, they've, there's really been a team effort there. So each year that we've expanded or we've had some challenges, everyone has been part of that. So there's a, there's a real ownership piece to that. And and when and then when you uh, factor in the you know that people have a friend or a relative that runs or a daughter or you know a cousin, there's there's just an energy there that, that connects everybody. And and you know the city has gone through transform- a transformation. We've gone through transformation, but that there was a definite intersect there. And the, the city's been a magnificent uh, you know uh, complement, and we've been an, a magnificent complement to the city. But uh, there's just a real ownership with with the event that you see and that people have, if you look at some of our our corporate sponsors that have been with us for 25 years, 20 years, you know, there's, there's, it's, it's really is about partnerships, the corporate community, it's the residents, it's the local businesses, it's our participants. So we, we don't, we never
0: try to lose sight of that. Right. I mean, that's the baseline uh, equation that we work from. Well, I mean, because, I mean, back in 1990, 91, it was you and a handful of people that you could talk about dragging kicking and screaming dragging kicking and screaming to Lincoln park at 4am yeah. to go fly your cars that uh, you know the next weekend or whatever that the race was coming and they need to not, you know move their cars <laughs> and now you've got you know thousands of people that help you do that you still sure. go do that god bless yes. you cuz sure. uh, you know i I've, I've seen proof on facebook <laughs> of the, those things in the middle of the night but um, but uh, you know it's it's got to be actually really almost um, mind-blowing to see of what thinking of it back to 19, you know, 90, 91, and you not necessarily fighting at the table with city departments, but just having to have them even understand it. And now, because they've been around, and because these volunteers have all been here, there's so much buy into it. I mean, yeah. did you? I mean, you know, you had this vision, but did you imagine that it would look like this at the 40th anniversary? I kind of did,
2: um, you know, and then I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, reflect back to. What I, I mean, the pieces were here. Yeah. I mean, it, it was here. It just it t- took some time, and then you had to just you had to really prove yourself. And and uh, we prepare very well. Uh, we do very we were extensive in in communication with the city agencies and, and and that team that team effort and that planning and we've had some challenges over the year. I mean, you know, we're talking about what took place in Boston in 2013. We had September 11th. We've had different, um, you know, points on in, in in the in the timeline there where we've been challenged, whether it was by weather conditions and and uh, external influences, and we've you know we've we've come together as a group and in an industry, and I mean that's really the rewarding piece of it, and and for us and the people that work on this and. You know, Tim, we've worked together over the years. Is that there's a there, the end piece is a real there's a real intrinsic intrinsic connection connection to that, and and uh, I think that's what uh, where we get a lot of our our payoff from is that uh, you know you're you're building something that that has uh, derives uh, the end result is is um, if you look at the charity piece and the economic impact and uh, the, all of those pieces that complement the community.
0: What is the econo- reward? I, I want to bring that up because it's, it's a huge number. What's the economic impact number from this last year, roughly at least? What, I mean, it's it's a staggering yeah, it's, number. You know, we we uh, we
2: work with uh, the University of Illinois, and they're they're commissioned to to, to analyze that, and it, it exceeds you know 240 million dollars. Yeah, I thought it was for, like a the quarter
0: week, of a billion dollars. I mean, yeah, that's which crazy. is which is great. I mean, it's I think about hotel; crazy. It's, a, it's impressive.
2: There's a direct correlation between the hotel industry and and people who travel here, and and and, and the production of the events. So, so it's, it's, it's part of the economic engine in Chicago, if you look at the tourism. and the Right. Well, how many the,
0: runners, uh, what's the field capped at now? We'll have uh, 45,000 wow. people this year. And yeah. you're doing it in, in some waves now just to, to make the experience as good as possible is what you're always striving sure, for. So you're spreading some, them out rather than one start. Right?
2: Sure. We've got a, we've got a, a very elaborate staging uh, area in, in Grant Park. We've worked with the Park District, uh, another phenomenal Chicago partner. That, uh,
0: that that venue works really well for us and, and um, we're going to have a great day yeah, how many th- thousands of volu- what's that do you know what that number is offhand of the volunteers we'll,
2: to we'll use the- about 12,000 volunteers uh, event week between the expo wow. race day finish line our emergency medical support our medical teams that's it's that's more uh, it's than
0: amazing. The, more than ran it for many years right <laughs> exactly uh, for a few years for, yeah for a few a few years combined Had them up right <laughs> exactly uh, t- you know Tim uh, how did you a little bit more how did you get involved with this because your background is coming more from uh, you actually had a corporate kind of consulting even background really to start with and then B of a in general not not running. Is this your first marathon too this year that you're doing? Or no, you've done, you've uh, done
1: I've done five other. Ones oh, geez. Okay, yeah.
0: so that's terrible of me. To, my research <laughs> that I didn't realize that I'm making you to be a newbie. You're a veteran. He's an enthusiast. He's an enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, how did you come to this this thing and this great opportunity with the marathon majors?
1: yeah so i mean my background definitely is not as uh, storied not and, a storied and not elite as great as Carrie's. Athlete, huh? no i mean i was a, a well you're a lot younger than, than well, well true but <laughs> when you get up, when you get to be my age you'll have a much more <laughs> greater stories to yeah um but similar to Carrie, in, in like high school i was a traditional stick and ball basketball baseball football at different lengths of time uh sports guy um but for for me running back then was when i screwed up in practice it wasn't seen uh, you know i didn't i didn't See it and treated as a sport at that time. Did you grow up in Chicago area? Yeah, western suburbs of Batavia. Oh, okay. So
0: a bull, Batavia Bulldogs exactly. shout out. Exactly. Okay.
1: Um, so we're kind of Chicago
0: guys, Chicago, Chicago. right? Yeah, fringe, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like yeah. that fringe. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm from Ellen <laughs> and I figure that's <laughs> on the outer edges in Batavia's, Batavia's way Batavia
1: is, yeah. but, but Batavia a great today place. Today, it's now a,
0: a nearby suburb. But anyway, <laughs> so you you were at Batavia, and yeah, like you said, it was yeah, an
1: and really, you know, stayed stayed active and what have you through college and intramurals and and those kind of things when to Eastern Illinois, um, definitely did not, have, again, have the storied career by any stretch that Carrie did. But then really after college, um, really stumbled into running as a way to stay fit, uh, stay competitive in something, even if it's with yourself. And I I'd had a job right out of college that I was a management consultant, more on the communication side of things, not on the marketing side. Eventually, uh, starting in uh, with January 2001, I started working for LaSalle Bank in the marketing department as more of a marketing generalist role. And and the, those crater-like shoes to fill after the Chris Hartwig guy left. Yeah, right. they exactly. Were,
0: they were hiring. By Everybody the was crying in the food. hallways. Yeah, it, it, was, it was. It was
1: just really sad. It was a, tough it was a sad place <laughs> right. at that point. <laughs>
0: Actually, it was. The balloons and everything were still up from all the you know, the regular celebrations. I wasn't around anymore. But anyway, so you were yeah. at LaSalle now, 2001.
1: Yeah. So no, and then really one of the one of the cool things that the bank did at the time was own the Chicago Marathon. I mean, I, I thought that was awesome. I and mean, how how often can you go into a marketing job and say, hey, we get to work on a marathon? Yeah. Um, and not only do the marketing side of it, but work and help and understand the operational side and the volunteer side and the community side. So started, you know, working with Carrie and Mike and other great people, you know, at the bank and, and really just learned a ton. I mean, just learned a lot about the business, learned a lot about the marketing of the business, learned a lot about what it takes to put on a world-class event because it was flap dab right in front of me um, and, and got to experience and, and help and assist and really see what a marathon can do to the community, to people's lives, um, to the spectators, to support systems, to to the corporate side and what it does for sponsors and really was, you know, Indoctrinated into that um, at a very early stage, and then really saw the progression of the running industry, saw the progression of the sponsorship industry in the running industry, um, and got a cool experience to see the corporate side, the the running side, and and really see I think the the second great boom of running at that time, where you know all of our events, uh, definitely the Abba World Marathon Major events, but running across the the United States and the globe was just. The, the numbers of people participating were just going through the roof. It became a, a badge of honor. It became a charity piece. It became something so much bigger than it was even 10 years before. So I was able to to work for LaSalle and then Bank of America merged with LaSalle Bank in 2007 and was exposed to a, just a whole nother level of the industry on the corporate side and really as Kerry has said many times in many places, you know Bank of America coming into the Bank of America Chicago Marathon brought it just stepped it up another level. I mean the globalness of Bank of America and just the standards and in the effort that they put into it. I just learned a whole nother skill set and, and worked in other sports and the NASCAR industry and in motorsports industry and then, in, you know, MLB teams, uh, nat, you know, NFL teams we got to really experience the best of everything when it came to how to sponsor and how to put on a race. Um, and then it came to the Abroad Marathon majors, uh, with our title sponsor Abbott in 2014, as that started. And, and again, kind of how Carrie was talking about the Chicago marathon back in the day, three years ago for the Abbot World Marathon Majors, it was definitely a, a huge thing. It awarded a million bucks to two great elite athletes, but with Abbott coming in, created some more legitimacy for us. And really w- we were able to, and are able now to touch so many more people. It's been great.
0: Now might be a good time to talk a little bit about what's the next few months, the next year you talk about London to London with the competition, What's going on with the World Marathon Majors? Is there an expansion happening with other races?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, we have our, our, like I said before, we have our championship series, which is our wheelchair athletes and our professional athletes, uh, professional runners, um, that we still award a a large prize to. and, And we've gone deeper in that field. So we used to just have one female and one male champion. We're now going... Uh, three deep again. Back to the partnership with Abbott. What it's allowed us to do is is not only to elevate what we do, but also to expand and really build on the dream of what the Abbott World Marathon Majors was when Carrie and, and the team started it back in the day. Because we now have the resources to do that. So these aren't groundbreaking new ideas. This is, these are things that the group has been wanting to do for many, many, many years, and now we're really able to do that. So the the, the wheelchair athletes was a huge piece to allow us to really look at their incredible performances. and and, and their achievements, Um, just some great athletes on that side. But in terms of the expansion, um, we announced a couple months ago um, an agreement with Wanda out of China um, and Iron Man. To it's, it's really a developmental deal, really a developmental relationship where we all have like-minded goals in terms of elevating the sport and reaching more people as the sport grows. And so we're looking to add more races under very very strict operational criteria. So to to be added to the series, they will have to pass and it, for several years our strict operational criteria. Because again, when you look at what we do across all the races, the one of the many things we have in common is just world. Class uh, operations and production, and really trying to give runners the absolute best that the running industry has to offer. So we're very hopeful. We're it's a cooperation to where we can we're going to definitely help the races get to that standard and. And again, at the end of the day the goal is to elevate the sport and to impact more people across the globe. The Singapore Marathon is the first race that's going through the process okay. So we have a team one one or two people from each of our events that will that have gone to Singapore um, have said, okay, here's some gaps, here's some opportunities. We'll work with them to try to get those. Filled, um, and then we'll hopefully announce over the next you know six to eight months two more races that will go through that that process.
0: Now let's look at uh, what's coming up here. We'll we'll be publishing this. The plan is on uh, September thirteenth, a little less than a month out from the the marathon here in Chicago. What else is still going on uh, within those final weeks of preparation on either of your ends leading up to? race week Carrie. what are you focusing on and there's maybe not even a lot of work necessarily it still needs to be done it's just seeing it it through at that point
2: well i i i Probably the best way to categorize is, is culmination. I mean, it, it's the culmination of a year of planning, and uh, those pieces are uh, are being put together. I mean, the team at uh, Chicago Event Management, um, from the operational side um, and interacting with the city and the city agencies, uh, that piece of it is 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 going to like real time production, and and uh, and then shifting into the actual logistics of, of the event. We also. Uh, Work with uh, NBC Five here in Chicago on the te- television production, so uh, that piece of it on the media side. CBS Radio with the score, uh, the Tribune. So there's some there's some media pieces there too that are the, those broadcasts and the advance uh, pieces of that. A lot of the content is is you know being being uh, constructed and, and delivered to those broadcasts. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, a lot of pieces that go into this. Um, but it's it's meetings and and going into the
0: implementation what? of the, of our plans. Yeah, and I think that that goes to the point of some people going, okay, well you run you, you know, you run as an operate, you direct the marathon in October. What do you do, you know, you know, it's a couple of months maybe leading up. What do you do the other 6 months of the year? And <laughs> no. there it that's not the case, right? No, I mean, it, what what else are you doing then, you know, the rest of the year?
2: Well, if if you if you look at uh, our baseline of our responsibility, which is we transform 26.2 miles of urban roadway in you know one of the most dynamic cities in the world into the uh, Bank of America Chicago Marathon. So you know we secure that roadway, but there's also a lot of planning and interaction. I mean, we have uh, partnerships with the Chicago Bears, for example. I mean, the, the scheduling with the NFL. We're interacting with the Cubs and the White Sox and Navy Pier and the hotels and everyone else that has that you know, this has become such a vibrant city that there's a lot of advanced communication that goes out on what, what's happening and what we're doing and street closures and reroute information. So that planning, but also... You know, anyone that lives in Chicago knows that there's constant construction that's going on. There's constant constant roadway issues that go on with with the reconstruction of the roadway. So it's, it's looking at what's coming online, and, and if we have to adjust the course, or we have to work with city engineers. So it's 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 a very fluid process, and um, it's a, it's a it's a year round. In some cases, you know, we're, in some cases we're talking now in 2017 about things that are going to happen in 2019. So it's mm-hmm. it's really looking out into the calendar. And making sure that the marathon can coexist with the with the environment here in Chicago. Well, it's so. a huge
0: communication task, really, right? Because. Sure. You have people probably don't realize you talk about, of course, their street closures and then the implications on that to CTA, the implications on, you know, and the police that are involved and the fire department has to be involved because that changes the routing in case of emergency and the uh, ambulance companies. And then you've got with helicopters and the transmission equipment, you're dealing with what, like the uh, FCC and FAA. And then you've got Coast Guard in that make sure the bridges aren't going. On. I mean, right. I mean, I mean, he's over here like, oh, God, don't remind me. But I mean, I think I don't think people listen. May realize I mean, there really just, isn't. There isn't real, dozens there. of organizations that you have to make sure everybody is on the same page for this.
2: There really isn't uh, a city agency that we don't uh, work with um, in some way or another in the in, in the production of the of the uh, Bank of America Chicago Marathon. So, um, and it's that transparency, it's that communication, um, and and that collaboration. I think that is is, is the reason we're here right now is that everyone's played a role in that, uh, the planning process of it, the decisions that we make. Um, we work with uh, uh, our law enforcement and the city agencies on, on that process, and, and everyone's been part of that. So I think that's part of the success that we've had is that is that collaboration, because everybody has a great perspective. And, and when you put all that talent together and whether it's with the, the developments we've had recently with uh, security overlays, or or the marketing side of it, or the you know the sponsorship side of it, it's uh,
0: it's really is a, it's a team effort. Now we know Mayor Daly was not a runner, but he supported. Well, actually, and his father was helped make the original race happen, right? As as uh, Mayor Manuel, does, he's a runner, but has he run the marathon?
2: He, um, he has not run the marathon, um, but he's—you know—he's an active guy. He's a swimmer. Right. He's a triathlete. So we we're going to lay I, a I, challenge I, I, down I, right now. <laughs> oh. I, I don't know Can he if he be ready the case. in four weeks I think for he the could. marathon. He's a pretty fit guy. A, he is a fit guy. He's a very fit he's, guy. He's driven, and you know he he brings he brings a perspective uh, from from uh, uh, that uh, understands the event. Uh, I, he he understands uh, really understands the economic side of it. Not that Mayor Daly
0: or no, the no, previous no, but ministers did. You but, but that was really kind of early on, especially your role sure. with the economic impact and talking to these hotels because they weren't going to give blocks to just some random event, yeah. and then the power of all these charities now being involved and helping fill those room blocks, helping fill the streets and supporting it and building it up that it's sure. been this, like you said, culmination. It's, it's, it's become big business. There's no doubt about it. Um, sure. Looking towards race week, first, Tim, with World Marathon majors, what are uh, you know any of the big things that you have going on that people can be looking for, participants might want to be paying attention to if they're not already aware of?
1: Yeah, I mean, going into the Berlin Marathon at the at BMW Berlin Marathon at the end of September, I mean, were we Really come together as a as a Abbott family and Abbott World Marathon Majors family is at each race. So you'll see in Berlin, you'll see in Chicago, you'll see in New York a very similar footprint for us um, in terms of at the health, health and Fitness expos of each event. Um, we try to celebrate our six star finishers and our champions by having a huge wall of fame with everybody's name and everybody's country where they're coming from, hmm. um, and really trying to just show the excitement around each event. So you know, show a lot of. Upbeat and great music videos on our um, on our our wall there, and really try to just engage folks in understanding really what the Aberrant Marathon Majors is, why the family of races is, is important, and then really you know what does it mean to them and what can it mean to them across and, the series. And
0: from the corporate involvement too, is it's grown this the sport really in Chicago in particular has grown into. There's more corporate entertainment like the bank doing more of that. And I'm assuming that Abbott does some of
1: that for for Abbott, you know, really the the biggest thing that speaks the the marathon's language is their company culture as well. So it's not only they're not only there to support the runners. they ha- always have a ton of employee runners. They have, uh, employees in each market that are out cheering, whether at a cheer zone or at the finish line. So it's not necessarily just about bringing their corporate clients right. to see it. It's they're ingrained in the actual culture of the event as well. And really back to what Carrie said earlier, Abbott and in our family of races – that each race day is a celebration of that city so it, it's a celebration of the runners it's a celebration of the city itself and I know Abbott feels that way I, you know I know I feel that way and each of the producers of each event feel that they have a huge responsibility to produce that world-class event and help celebrate the the city that has become that stadium on that day
0: that's a that's, that's a really well said way to, to put it of talking about the city becomes the stadium because there's a lot of large-scale events that every city does But none showcases anywhere close to the amount of city as a marathon does. And I remember that was, you know, Norm Bobbins back at LaSalle was this is touching all these different neighborhoods that we're in as a bank. What a great way to do this instead of it just being at one location. And the other participatory thing, I think this was your example, probably that I stole, Carrie, was for most people, you might go out to a golf tournament and then you could go play in that tournament, like Conway Farms Mm -hmm. has the BMW Championship coming up. And you could play that course under similar conditions sometime around there. But nowhere else like the marathon would be This is now showing this is a little bit dated because we would say Tiger Woods, but you could go play the same course, the same day, the same conditions, the same time as Tiger. That's what you're doing with the marathon with these world class athletes. And you're a little bit behind them, but you're still out there. Same conditions, same fans, all that get to, to soak that up and helping translate that to the participants and the spectators. Uh, is what I think has been the biggest game changer to
1: take it from a, a niche thing to a everybody kind yeah. of thing, well, right? And I think if you talk to the elite athletes, the best part about what they say is they they feel that those six hour marathoners they have a much harder job <laughs> than they do winning right. the race at the end of the day because they're yeah
0: they're done in a third of right. the time. Right. Uh, Carrie what you know we talked at the beginning about the 40th anniversary I know you've got some special things coming on like some past champions coming back and probably a whole bunch of different events Are there anything with that that you would like to share with people to make sure they're keeping an eye out for with the marathon coming I mean sure
2: you you can you can uh, go to our website at uh, chicago marathoncom and uh, upcoming events if, if you if you're uh, if you want to come down you have a loved one that's running or a friend or a family member or you just want to see some of these uh, athletes some of the phenomenal athletes that we have up front um, and, and, and cheer them on and, and really experience the marathon. But for us, uh, October 8th is the 40th, uh, anniversary it really is a celebration of the 40 years i mean if you if you came up LaSalle Street today you saw some of the banners that are out there that are that are photos of taken in the historical photographs and and some of our champions and you know looks from years ago yep. so it really is about really recognizing everyone that played a role in that it's going to be a lot of uh, reflection you mentioned we have some of our our former champions we've got Paula Radcliffe who's going to be uh, returning she still is the course record holder the current world record holder, the great Khalid Kanuchi, four-time champion. Uh, he has not been back in Chicago in, I think, 10 years, so everyone's excited to see him. Catherine dereba she was our uh, the first woman to run under two hours and 19 minutes and, and set the world record here, and obviously Steve Jones, who is the first world record holder, will be back, but... Um, you know that that we're going to recognize that tradition. There are going to be a lot of our different events. We have our uh, uh, Advocate Healthcare International Chicago 5K the day before, so we we'll have some of our athletes out there. Dina Castor will be back. I mean, one of the things that I've, I'm really excited about is Joan Samuelson, who has been mm-hmm. such an iconic part of our event. If you take about think about her athletic performance in uh, 1985, which was an American record. Um, and she's been such an ambassador and such a great uh, supporter, uh, not only of our event, but running for right. women, running, uh, you know, the marathon running. She is going to compete this year. She has a goal of of setting the sixty year old uh, oh world God. record. So she's going to try to run under three she hours. Such a so great combination it's of amazing. one of the
0: toughest competitors. She hates to lose, and at the same time, one of the sweetest people yeah. you'll ever talk to. Right? I mean, it's, just yeah, just don't just get don't in don't her wait, way on, on October eighth. I'll say that.
2: I mean, one of the things that's great is a Jones legacy in Chicago, but also in the sport. And then we have the heir apparent, Jordan Hesse, who's connected with Jones. So, I think she's the I think she's the future. I think she's the next great female uh, marathon runner. And we're really lucky. I've been working on this for a while, but Galen Rupp is going to be running with us wow. this year. We saw him in the Olympics. He was a medalist in the ten thousand and he was a, a bronze medalist in Rio. So we've got some really strong American, you know this is a great American city, mm-hmm. and uh, I think we're going to have some American athletes up front, and then we've got our defending champions back. But that tradition, of that competition up front will continue. I think we're gonna have some great racing and some great performances. So, uh, it'll, I think it'll set the tone for the next forty years.
0: It, oh, nice. Well said. The you know with the athletes, I wanted to touch on that. You are so involved in the the identification and recruiting, and particularly of the American athletes, trying to encourage them to move up to this distance and. Be, find this place as the Chicago, we haven't talked about it at all, but it's such a great selling point. It is flat. Compared to any race, it's as flat as you can get. So for a time standpoint, trying to run as fast as you can, Taking the hills out of the equation is super helpful, right? So this is a good place to run a good time. That helps you sell it. But you've been pushing for these American athletes and, sure. and get to know some of them. I mean, th- there's just got to be so many stories over the years. of I, You talked about Khalid. And I remember us getting him to meet. Why did What was a selling point? Get him to come back. Meet Michael Jordan. Meet <laughs> Michael Jordan. Right? Yeah. Thank God for Tom yeah. Smithberg at the Bulls. <laughs> right. Being How a can runner, say no to, to Michael Jordan. But so. we got him to meet Michael Jordan. And, right. And uh, he's a huge. He was a huge. Right. A, still is a huge Michael right. Jordan. Huge Bulls but he's, fan. Oh, and, and the point is, we're because we know him was that he was from Morocco. That was what he asked, like, well, can I meet Michael Jordan? This guy from Morocco, all the way across the world, how big Jordan was. And we used connections to get him. And that was a tipping point to sell him yep. to come back. Absolutely. What was the uh, Moses Tanui uh, kind of heading back to your hometown almost to Gary? Did he want to see? Uh, yeah, we've had some athletes that wanted to see Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson they wanted to go to house. Michael Jackson's time. <laughs> mean, it's, it, you know, it's.
2: He, they, they knew that he was, that Michael Jackson grew up around the Chicago area. So but you've Gary, done some actually, of those, like, right. Gary, Gary, Indiana. Right?
0: But you've done some of those yeah, little touches yeah, yeah, with yeah. some of these folks. And it can make a difference if they come here versus, Which going to show you this is you the know, place A, a to lot come, of it right? is that,
2: that where the athlete is in their career. But, um, you know, there's there's a, there's a, there's a, a definite uh, intrigue with Chicago and the tradition, that, you know, the 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 barriers that were broken and, and the Benchmarks that were sent with Joan and Steve and Khalid, and you know, it's it's and that's what these these athletes this year will follow are following in their footsteps. Well, so. and
0: you were creative too with the uh, the the prize money that in the the uh, the old days was a lot of the athletes wanted guarantees, and you built in well, you know, you can get some if you hit these marks, and then you hit this mark, you'll actually make more money. You beat this number, you'll make more money, and so that changed the the game and gave the incentives and changed marathoning. I think. I don't think you get enough credit for that, but it changed that seeing guys run through the finish, not just crap out and take their money and go home, and then the fans don't even get to see them finish, <laughs> right? No, I mean, you're laughing, but, I mean, that was an issue for a little bit, and now you've got the, the carrot out there that keeps them going. And it's some of those marketing and, and other kind of ideas that have helped keep the, the sport sure fresh and keep Chicago at the forefront. Sure. Anything else that, uh, that we didn't get to talk about? Uh, am I missing anything with... World marathon major st- stuff coming up, or the 40th anniversary of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon.
2: I, I think that uh, I think we've got a, a, a great. Uh uh, next few years, I mean, some of the things we're doing with, uh, you know, uh, with our charities, with the World Marathon Majors. I mean, obviously, it, it's you know, Abbott is a Chicago company, and it, uh, they've really uh, taken us to the next level. So there's some there's some great planning and some great there's some initiatives that we wanna that we want and some goals that we wanna push towards. So um, it's gonna be uh, be a lot of it's gonna be a lot of hard work, but it's gonna be uh, fun. I think uh, the chemistry and the collaboration between the six events is is. Uh, has been rewarding and the, and the teamwork that goes into it is we're looking forward to some great
0: things. And yeah, for all of the listeners in the Chicago area, if you haven't come out to watch the marathon, the Chicago marathon, for example, you know, uh, rub the sleep out of your eyes. And <laughs> when you're grabbing Starbucks, walk an extra block out of the way and come and watch it. And it will, it will change your perspective on that, the sport forever. That was always my selling point. And anybody that I could get to do that, would then call me on Monday morning and be like, "I've signed up for next year. I, I'm in. This is this is incredible." So just you know, getting people to taste it a little bit is such a great, you know, eye-opening selling point. Uh, so for forty-five thousand runners and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of spectators along the course. Need information on the race, Chicagomarathon.com.
2: Chicago Marathon.com. And Absolutely. you know,
0: support all the charities that are raising millions and millions of dollars through the race. So much great stuff going on with the marathon. Um good luck, October 6th, 7th, 8th, Carrie and Tim. Thank you so much, guys, for being on the Painless Podcast. Hey Chris, thanks. Thanks. A big thanks, Carrie and Tim, for their time, as well as the fabulous Cindy Hamilton for helping set that all up. Three things on your to-do list before you jump to your next pod. One, go to ncsasports.org. Scroll to that black box at the bottom. Click careers. Find out how you can join the world's largest, most successful collegiate athletic recruiting network. They're growing. They're hiring now. Number two, reminder to all spike ballers: get 50% off. That's half off for you math challenged. Your team entry into Spikeball Nationals Chicago on October 14th. Use the code PAINLESS at usaspikeball.com. And get in for 50% off. Join hundreds of teams. It's going to be a blast. And number three, get your ticket for Wednesday, September 20th, Painless Wise event. Space is limited. Tickets are going fast. Save $5 buying in advance now. Link is in the pod description or go to eventsprout.com and search Painless. Oh, and hey, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Painless Podcast Network. Check out our sister pod, The Fade Away with Dion and Eric. Last week, a great deep chat with longtime Illini assistant, one of the top recruiters in the country, and UIC's all-time winning basketball head coach, Jimmy Collins. Next week, going to be another interesting one. They talk Chief Illiniweck. All right, friends. Until next time, it's Chris Hartwick saying, stay connected. Cheers.